0: Okay, hello everyone, and welcome to Adam J. Chat Footy for this new season. It's the first episode of the new season, and with me I have Jason Hanson. How are you doing, Jay?
1: I'm very well, thanks, mate.
0: Excellent stuff. And we actually have a surprise guest for the first time. I think we've chatted about him a few times on the podcast. And said we need to get them on, so we finally did. Uh, hello, Macca. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you very much. Excellent stuff. Are you okay if we uh, address you as Macca on here, or
2: would you prefer your actor? Yeah, well, I don't mind, Macca, Mike, whatever you want. All good, excellent.
1: Where did Macca come from? I was thinking about that yesterday. It's actually
2: from old footballing days, like oh. years ago. So. so, so, yeah, there you have it, guys. We've got an actual
0: football expert on the show who's actually kicked a ball in his life before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so new season guys i think we're going to chat through transfers first of all to see who's done the best and who's got the best chance this season um, yeah let's talk transfers first of all should we go through i guess an alphabet order each team and sort of see how we feel they've done
1: yeah i feel like yeah. it's gonna be quite quick i i don't as much happened it doesn't uh, feel well, like much has happened yeah we you were
2: saying before huh? were not we it's um it's a bit sort of underwhelming this year but
0: yeah definitely been slow there's what that for me there's one standout team for the transfers that have really i think staked a claim for improving but other than that yeah not not much has really happened so let's let's start with the almighty arsenal um i'm just trying to find a a list on there well according to skysports.com there are no transfers in this current window, but that's an absolute lie. So let me try and find another page. So the only ones, um, you got Ben White, the 50 million man, of which I would say is quite controversial because 50 million for a guy who up until that last minute call up to the England squad, for me, I hadn't really heard of him that much.
2: Yeah, I think um, they've really overpaid there, but you know, he may come good.
0: May come good, although uh, what I've seen of them so far is definitely not filling, filling me up with hope. Uh, who else we've got? There's um, Nuno Tavares, a left back. He's obviously a backup left back because uh, Tierney can be quite uh, injury prone. How, again, can't really say much for him. The only one, the, the, the big, not big name, but I think the exciting one there is uh, Albert Sambi-Lokonga. A Macarthur. I know you mentioned about him due to uh, a manager. But I actually saw him last night
2: in the game, and on the ball, he looks very, very good. Yeah, Um, he is very, very competent player. He's young, and also I know you sort of just kind of skipped past Tavares, but they're both they're both very good young players. He's that Tavares has been highly rated for a few years, so you never know. Though it's not that bad a window, but I think. Yeah, Lukonga, Le- very good. Tavares decent. Ben White for the money. I mean, he's oh. he's obviously a good player, but I think there could have been different options there.
0: Jay, how how much did uh, Liverpool play pay for Van Dyke?
1: Seventy million.
0: Okay, but still, like, it's only twenty million off getting getting a Van Dyke to put them to even close in the same bracket. I reckon if you paid. Fifty million for an international centre back. You're getting you're getting a top top centre back, aren't you? A top, already established, experienced centre back. Whereas it's just that classic. Why buy an Englishman if they cost that much? I don't. I don't yeah, that, that's
2: exactly <laughs> it. You know, um, like Arsenal playing Brentford yesterday. Brentford signed a, the centre back from Celtic. I'm not sure how he pronounced his name. I think it's Ar Arje or Arja. Yeah, yeah. He um, he was like fifteen million, and. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. That's a decent player. And
0: well, to be honest, based based on what I've seen so far in the Premier League, and I know you've probably got a lot to say about this, I would have preferred we bought Bloody Vestergaard from um from Southampton.
2: Yeah, how much that's... did
0: he cost Leicester? Fifteen mil. <laughs> so and he's proven he he had a, he had a good Euros, um,
2: where and Denmark had 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 a good run. So. Oh, yeah, no, he's doesn't. getting slated by a lot of Saints fans saying, "Oh, you know, good." It's it's always a typical thing when a player leaves. You always get a kind of salty response from a few fans. Oh, he was slow to turn, and at the end of the day, he last season he was one of our best players. Like I yeah. say, um, you you know Denmark aren't the weakest international team. They're a decent setup, aren't they? And yeah, Vestergaard is a very good player, and he's a giant as well. He's about six yeah. foot six. So
0: and Anne, uh, that's that's the sort of thing Arsenal needs. Yeah. We don't need the football playing centre backs. We've got enough of those that can play football but can't defend to save their lives. We need someone who can actually get in the air
2: and read the game. So if you, um if you imagine lining up on a Sunday league team and uh your opponent you just say you're a striker and your opponent was Vestergaard or your opponent was white, you'd probably <laughs> be, be a bit more scared of the Vestergaard. Challenge, wouldn't you? Than the wide oh, 100%. Off. yeah,
0: 100. Vestigar makes up for his lack of pace with his, um, yeah, I guess just a, a defensive reading of the game and everything. Yeah,
2: good on the ball, too. Good, yeah, He's been our best player on the ball since Van Dyke left, to be honest. At the back, I yeah. forgot to mention I'm a Southampton fan, so just...
0: <laughs> you've got to keep referencing them,
2: yeah. Um, okay, so.
0: Can
1: yeah. I just say about Ben White though? I don't know if you noticed, this, if you watched the game yesterday, but I found that he—it was almost like he knew he was a fifty-pound a fifty-million-pound player, so he couldn't do anything really simple. He kept like, yes. just like he kept trying too hard. Every time I kept thinking, "Oh my god, what are you doing?"
0: Trying to try be uh, John Stones.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we'll we'll see. I, yeah, it's underwhelming for me, but it's. I think I think there's still a lot of activity to come, and hope for an Arsenal fan. Hopefully the Brentford loss will kind of force that onto them, mm. and do some classic Wenger-style last-minute uh, Mertesacker and Ozil-type transfers. So, um, yeah, yeah ju- jury's still out, I think, on the last one. But for me, it, that Lakonga looks looks the real deal. I think he's going to be awesome. If he can handle some some big battles in the middle. I think he could. Uh, he's a bit too similar to Party, but I, I prefer Party and
2: him over Xhaka. Yeah, I'm not Jack's biggest fan, to be honest. Yeah, no, no. no exactly. he, kept,
1: he kept shooting yesterday as well. The last 15 minutes, all Arsenal did was like get to about 40 yards out and have a shot. It was
0: just it was just classic sideways pass, sideways pass, sideways pass, sideways pass. Can't, no one wants to play a ball through the middle, so they either do a, a slow cross, which gets blocked out because they they do it so slowly that they can see it coming, or they do a shot from outside the box. to so get nothing else. No one wants to play a ball through the
2: middle. Oh, th- yeah. I, I think Arsenal's game yesterday, the only players that really put in a shift were Tierney, um, Smith-Rowe and Lecombe, yeah, really. Yeah. So yeah,
0: yeah, them three were good. Tierney's great. But for me, again, he, he's his crosses are slow. He doesn't do first-time quick, they're-not-expecting-it type crosses. You can see him winding it up. Everyone sets themselves and they're easy to defend against. Whereas yeah. you, you do it, you compare that to the likes of Andy Robertson, Trent, they're crossing it from deep when they're when the team's not expecting it, whereas the strikers are expecting it. So therefore it's really hard to defend against. But actually for Arsenal, you know it's come in like he he, he waits the extra two seconds to to actually whip it in and everyone gets gets in the right position. So yeah. But, but he, he runs his socks off. Emil Smith Rowe is always dangerous. Um, and uh, yeah, no, look good, look good. But um, okay, so that was Arsenal. We'll have to try and skim across some of these. But uh, Villa, that was another one where they've done
2: done a quite um, done a bit of business there. So, I think they've done great business. Oh, I they think they have got some brilliant players.
1: So think, uh, were they your one ad? Were they the team? Sorry, were they the team? Like were they the team that you were talking? No, about? No, no, they weren't actually. No.
0: No, but um, yeah, look, I've, I've got a list in front of me now. Obviously, uh, there's a player I've never really heard of, Mac. I don't know if you have, his name's Danny Ings. Is he any good?
2: Danny Ings, obviously another one that a lot of Saints, players are call it, uh, Saints fans are calling sick note now that he's left. But at the end of the day, he averaged over the past two seasons 70 games and averaged a goal every other game. And for me, the bloke's class, I think he's a very, very good player. Um, I think he was unlucky not to go to Euros. He had a dip in form. I think that was kind of when he wanted out of the club. And uh, it sort of showed on the pitch. But, yeah, top-class striker.
0: Yeah, no, he'll, he'll, he'll do well. Do you reckon he'll keep out Ollie Watkins out the team? Uh,
2: I'm not sure how they're going to set up this year, to be honest. It's going to be interesting because Watkins was great, wasn't he, for them? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be going to be um, interesting to see. To be honest.
0: Well, the thing is, if you're a top half team, you've got to have more than one decent striker, anyway. Yeah, haven't you? So, yeah definitely. Um, but I, I I rate the Ashley Young transfer personally. Good experience. Um, you can play them left back or right back. playing anywhere, to be honest. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a good signing. The Norwich player.
2: Norwich player Wendea is very very good. Um, yeah. Leon Bailey is very well. good. So they've done good. They've done good business. to tu- Zebi Tuanzi- is it from United? Good defender. They've they've done all right.
0: Yeah, uh, I think the signings they've done as well. The only one that might take a while to settle might be the the winger Leon Bailey. But again, yeah. people playing in the German league they tend to settle quite quickly in the mm. English league anyway. So at least they've bought players that can probably hit the ground running
2: straight away. He's another one that the big clubs were looking at just last year. You know, it's like I was saying, I spoke to Adam briefly before we came on, but um, it seems like a lot of the bigger clubs have held back this year because of all this sort of financial, yeah, that's all with COVID and stuff. But Leon Bailey was another one that was being tipped with sort of the likes of Chelsea and teams like that just last year, you know.
1: He was nice. being touted for an England call-up. I remember oh, in, in, no, in 2018 he was.
0: Uh, yeah because he's he's down as uh being jamaican i think isn't
1: he, he is yeah he is jamaican but i think he's got like british heritage or one of oh, his okay. grandparents is british i just remember just before the 2018 world cup he was one yes. of the names that was kind of doing the rounds Yeah, um, I and i think liverpool might have been linked to him last year yeah i think it, i'm I think and not was. for 30 million um for more money than that but i think because leverkusen didn't qualify for the champions league and with all the pressures that have been they kind of had to sell so yeah re- again really good business by aston Villa.
0: nice okay so yeah that's they're, they're sort of a a star for their business let's move to brentford which it was never going to be amazing with brentford uh so you you mentioned that player earlier maca the center back uh
1: oh
2: uh, yeah yeah um yeah he for that price i think was is going to be a great sign i think potentially next year or the year after he'd probably get a move to a bigger team he he yeah. looks very good uh he's been he's been good for a couple of years for celtic nice um, the others i'm not too sure of i mean the guy played yesterday is it on oh he yeah played, frank, frank the tank they were calling him yeah frank, well. Well.
0: frank the tank so I remember that off um old, yeah. school. old school that was it yeah um yeah, yeah he, he did all right. put a shift in just one of those sort of workhorses in the middle i think isn't he Yeah, exactly that, yeah. But other than that, yeah, no no notable names. But I think for who they are, I don't think they needed massive signings. They need to, like, I guess, lean more towards their style of play and their fans that are going to kind of get get their home form rocking like it did last night. Um, Brighton and Hove Albion, not a lot there. (laughs) Uh, None none I
2: really know of, to be honest. Um, They spent a fair bit on that um, WEPU from... Red Bull, Salzburg, 22 million, that's down as, but I've not, not come across him before, um, and the others I've not really heard of, so... No, nah, I, I, yeah, I can't even comment on that, Jay.
0: Are any of them strikers? Uh, no, centre midfield and goalkeeper, oh, and a left winger.
1: Because I, I feel like last year, that's somewhere, they they didn't score many goals, and I, I can't, yeah. apart from Danny Welbeck, who, again, is injured quite a lot, I can't think, who else they play up front?
0: No, they, they've, they've got a lot of people coming back off loan, though. Um, two, there are two centre forwards coming back off loan, Jan Malacca, don't know him, and Jurgen Lacardia. So, but yeah, then. Lacardia,
2: having... when, when they signed Lacardia, because he was quite hotly tipped before, but he just didn't really settle in. So, I mean, he's quite a powerful forward. He might, you know, you never know, he might settle back in. But yeah, I think Jay's right. They could struggle up front.
0: Yeah, I, I can't even think of, other than Welbeck, any other striker they've got.
2: I think they've got a lad called Connolly, if I'm not wrong. Let me have a look.
1: Oh yeah, I think
2: you might be right actually. I recognize that. Um, I'll try and get it up while we're talking, but I think he was like a young striker that made a few appearances. Didn't didn't set the world alight, but was was decent. Yeah, um Aaron Connolly is another forward they've got, but he's only 21. Yeah. But yeah, they've given be. him the number 7 shirt, so they might okay. have hope for him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay, Burnley FC, big spenders as always. Um, they've got two free transfers Wayne Hennessy from Crystal Palace and Jacob Badu from Scunthorpe. <laughs> Lovely, setting their sights high. And then, but they have spent 12.6 million on Stoke City centre back Nathan Collins.
2: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I can't say I know Not much to, to say about him. it, is there really? I mean, <laughs> he's obviously someone they've watched because they don't normally spend much and they've forked out 12 mil which is a fair old fee isn't it so yeah. um yeah okay. normally pretty well, like you say
0: let's go on to Chelsea who technically have only made one proper signing but it is a big one at that that is Romelu Lukaku for oh, wow it's down as 103 million that's huge what are you guys thinking on that
2: I like him. I think he's fantastic. I know he get, he's got a lot of haters say he can't control a ball and he's sluggish, but I think United should never have sold him. I think he's always been a very, very good forward. His goal his, his goal to game ratio shows that throughout his whole career. So When I,
1: when I saw it, I just felt sorry for Harry Kane. <laughs> I just thought like that. that... The price for him is, I mean, it's probably a fair price. I mean, 103 million is still lots and lots of money, but, you know, he's a proven goal scorer wherever he plays. He's done it in the Premier League. He just didn't do it at Chelsea. Even at United, he scored loads of goals. Um, He's a better player now. He's come back from Syria, like he's had the seasons there. Um, It's funny because
2: he he does get, like I say, he gets a lot of hate, um, especially from his time at United, but again, average if you look at it, average a goal every other game near on, and that's not that bad, is it? No. But, yeah,
1: you know, I but think sometimes. fees
2: are silly, aren't they? I mean, yeah. 100 million yeah. is silly, but...
0: Sometimes it's their it's their, it's their their style of play and also their, the way they hold themselves. Especially in England, we hate players that have this relaxed aura about them. So as soon as they do, we, we class them as lazy and we, we hate on them really, really quickly as soon as they have a bad performance. And I think that's what happened to Lukaku. Man United weren't doing great at the time either due to many many factors so I think he was an easy scapegoat because of his size because he was aura um, so uh, uh, like I say proven track record scores goals but for me personally I just think Chelsea were brilliant last season once um, two, 2 cool, 2Shell two came in but their, their letdown was they didn't really have a striker w- Werner was was pretty poor they sometimes played Havertz in there who's not an actual striker but actually having someone like Lukaku in there where you've got Ziek Havertz, Pulisic, all of them can play off him. Mm-hmm. I think he could be that perfect centre forward point that brings everything together. And I, I, I think the signing of him could make Chelsea title contenders this season for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Cool. Okay. We are rattling through these. So that's Chelsea. On to <laughs> Crystal Palace,
2: who, um, Joe
0: jo Shim Anderson, the centre back from Olympic Leon. I've, I've never yeah. heard of him.
2: Do you guys know Yeah, it? he's a decent player. He's been uh, knocking around for a few seasons in France. Um, good centre-back, strong <laughs> player. Nice. Okay. Um, they've spent a fair bit, actually, looking at these. I haven't heard of the lad they signed from Chelsea for £18 million. I don't even know how you Ooh, say yeah. that.
0: 21? Uh, yeah, yeah, 20, 20 million. Um, Mark get,
2: get, Gay? Gooey? I don't yeah, know, but... your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I, I don't know the guy. Just as Chelsea
0: under-23, so he hasn't even played yeah. in the first team by the looks of it, but uh, that is
2: a huge amount to pay. Um, the lad from Reading's meant to be decent though, eight million. Elise, um, him attacking midfielder. Yeah,
0: funny team. Chris. Who's their manager now? Because uh, did Hodgson retire?
2: It's Vieira. Viera. Vieira. Ah, oh, interesting. Changing the subject a bit. I think Palace are going to be one of the strugglers this year, in my opinion. Yeah. Wow. Well, the the Vieira is a complete unknown, really.
0: Because he's not really got a great record wherever he's been. So yeah. he's a big name, but will he do well? Transfers haven't looked good. They've had a lot of players go out as well. So, yeah, I, I
2: don't think... I mean, it's, it's one of them. I, I can't see where their goals are going to come from. Um,
0: James McCarthy's gone. Andros Townsend's gone. Patrick van arnholt has gone. sato has gone.
2: Connor Whit. Yeah, so um, interesting. But they've, lost three, they've lost three centre-backs, experienced centre-backs, Cahill, Dan, and yeah. Sacco. Uh, yeah, I was wondering
0: why they bought two centre-backs. Um, obviously, the Chelsea one's very young. The Danish guy, Anderson, he's 25, so he should have a fair amount of experience. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think they could be strugglers. Uh, I'm I'm still shocked that they're managing to keep hold of, um, what's his name, the winger? That mind
1: <laughs> How... <laughs> uh the Well nah, done, nah. Huh? Nah, That's it.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I'm surprised they still keep hold of him. He's far too good for them. Um okay, on to Everton. They've got Damari Gray from Leverkusen
2: for I would
0: say that's quite cheap. 1.8 million, it says it.
2: I mean, he, he's one of those that was really hotly tipped on when he came through. Yeah. Um Worth a gamble for that money, definitely. Yeah, yeah. How,
1: so, how old is he now? Because I two, feel like he's still really young, but he's probably not, is he? Well, probably, is he I, I think he must
2: be about 24, 25. Yeah,
0: he's yeah, 25. So, all right. You know, like at 25, you know whether they're going to make it or not. So he's clearly not going to be big, big star. But I think for 1.8 million, if he, he's happy to be a squad player, come on and put in like five or six good performances throughout the season, I think he'd be happy with that for that money.
2: Yeah, apparently he didn't have the best of times in Germany, hence why he's come back so yeah. cheaply. But decent enough players, like we say, for that fee. Can't yeah. argue. Um,
0: so they've got Andros Townsend. They've got him from a free transfer from Crystal Palace. Again, I think that's just a backup player. They've got Begovic from Bournemouth as a backup goalkeeper. You know, he, I think he's pretty dependable for those situations. The most
2: exciting window for Everton yeah. fans, really.
0: Um, they've got that Moise Keens come back. From from loan, which to be honest, that sounds insane. That he went on loan to Paris Saint Germain, who are technically a better team. But he's back up from loan, as is uh, Tosun as well. But I've got, I guess some of those might end up going out if, if they're if
2: they're not that keen on them anyway. Yeah, I can't see that Tosun stay, and he never seems to really get going. Keen mm-hmm. is massively rated in Italy, and he did do well at Paris Saint Germain, but.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens to him. They've let go of Theo Walcott, who's a free agent, I think. Uh, oh, no, free transfer to Southampton, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I'm not uh, keen with that one. I'll, I'll talk about that. In <laughs> but, yeah, they, they've not really done much. I yeah, mean,
0: Josh King, Bernard's gone. So, yeah, I, th- I think Everton could be an interesting one with Benitez as manager. Unsure how that's going to go, really. Because they, they dropped towards the end of last season massively. Yeah, I,
2: I can't see them doing a great deal. Um, maybe sort of around eighth.
0: Yeah, well, I think, well, um, I, I think that would be good for that. Like, if they had finished eighth, I would say that's a good season for them personally. Um, then, okay, we're on to Leeds United. Um, I, again, I haven't really heard of any of these. Junior, Firpo, most expensive at £13.5 million left back.
2: Uh, Jack Harrison, left winger, 11.5. Harrison's going to be a decent prospect. I think he's Harrison's the one who's been on loan there. and Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, three okay. years
1: he's been on loan there for. Is
0: he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's for Man City. Um, okay, so clearly he's done well and they've liked him and they want to keep him. So, um, and then another goalkeeper, I'm assuming, is as a backup one, uh, Clayton from, I think, a Norwegian team. So, yeah, not much going on there, but I, I don't think anyone expects it at least. They weren't going to have a big budget.
2: They've not really lost anyone either of any sort of notoriety, have they? So,
0: again, I think they're a team that rely on their set style of play and their home form and everything. Um, okay, so we're going on to a team who has done reasonably well Leicester City. They've got some good signings. So, they've got obviously Vestergaard from
2: Southampton. I didn't
1: even know they'd sold it, they bought him. When did that happen? 15.8 million.
2: Yeah, so Vestergaard joined them, I think it was confirmed yesterday. Um, I think Leicester have done great business. I was speaking to Adam briefly. Patson Dakar, pretty much um, powerful, really quick forward. Yeah, he uh, played
1: against Liverpool last year in the Champions League. What was he like? Yeah. yeah, good. Yeah,
2: yeah, he's he's one that for that price. I mean, it's another one that was. Been linked with the big teams, as was um, Sumare, the midfielder they bought. So I think they've done really well there. Bertrand's decent left back. They've got yeah, the
0: no, I, I really like that signing actually of uh, Bertrand. He's he's just dependable in the Premier League, isn't he?
2: he? He's just fizzled out a little bit at Southampton. A lot of fans not really keen on him. Saying he's been sort of um, stealing a living the past couple of seasons. But I've always liked him. Um, yeah, he, he is dependable. Very good description.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, I think very good signs for them to allow them just to, again, they're not, not necessarily going to get higher than what they're at. But even if they just stay at that level of sort of fifth, chasing fourth, and maybe a good cup run and get to the final again, for, for Leicester, that's still good, I, I would
2: say. But I think the money they've spent, you know, that I mean, Pats and probably could be worth... 40 million today's market samari again probably 30 35 million they've they've got these players for sort of half the money best yeah. Vestigar's 29 but the experienced player 15 million you know we were comparing it to the white transfer were not we? 50 million <laughs> or 15 million yeah, yeah
0: crazy isn't it i i guess sign of the times no big teams want to buy a player so therefore they have to drop the drop the price mm-hmm. and um those those ones those fringe teams can
2: can buy them so yeah Vestergaard yeah. was, was running out on uh, his contract as well you know it's one of them similar to Ings where it was either sell him or or lose him next year so
0: yeah um yeah I think I think Leicester have done done well they're, they're one of the better ones I think Villa and Leicester seem the stand out ones at the moment
2: yeah definitely for me
0: uh then we're on to Liverpool so the the notable one here is how do you pronounce it Canate yeah mm-hmm. Canate so thirty six million. What's your rating on that, Jay?
1: He's been. He looked really good in preseason, and yeah. that's all I've really gone off. I think the the view from uh, was he was he in Austria? Or was he in Germany? Uh, he's been he was, playing he was,
2: in Germany. Yeah, for yeah, Leipzig, yeah,
1: Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah, for Leipzig. Yeah, it, it, really positive reviews. He's quick. He's good on the ball. <coughs> he's just not a good centre back. But now Gomez and Van Dijk is back. Gomez looked really good in. Uh, in preseason, I think uh, he's never really mentioned, or not. I don't hear him mentioned so much from England fans. Um, I, I, I was I was watching Sank a few weeks ago, and they were talking about the options that England have at centre back, and his name wasn't even in there. And I okay. think if he is, yeah, if he is fit, if he is fit, and he doesn't get injured, I think he's he's an asset to both Liverpool and England. Yeah. Tamori.
2: Um, just going back um, to Chelsea, they sold Tamori to AC Milan. Um, centre-back. He's another one, a, gr- a great English centre-back. I mean, yeah. Chelsea have got abundance, haven't they? So he's a very, very good player, but we'll, we may see his name pop up in the next year or two.
0: Yeah, because England centre-backs, we don't have a massive amount. The fact that Ben White had to end up going, so you've, you think you've got Maguire, Stones, Mings, Cody, and then behind that, yeah, I guess you've got the likes of Ben White, Gomez, yeah, who else is there? There's
1: Maury.
2: Maury we just mentioned,
0: Maury. yeah. Personally, like an, an informed Gomez in that good Liverpool team would have made it ahead of Mings and Cody, surely. Yeah, like, yeah
1: I think so, yeah.
2: I couldn't believe it when Mings went, to be honest, but he completely um, surprised me. He was very good in the games he played. Yeah, no, he he
0: was. And and again, I think he him and Cody helped towards that whole team unity and team spirit as well, which I think yeah. made England much better. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Kanate does. Is he a, like a, a perfect um, partner for Van Dyke? Van Dyke being the guy that reads the game, Kanate being that speedy player that chases back. Um, yeah,
2: I think he's going to be a good signing. Um, yeah, me too. Not not completely outrageous fee either. Thirty six million in today's market. I think it's a good uh, sign.
0: Well, again, he's twenty two. So again, if you compare Ben White against him, yeah. Yeah, it just goes to show you that you're, you're they're both young, not necessarily proven at the moment. Although can clearly done at a higher level than, than Ben White has. Yeah, difference in price is, is massive, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, have any of you got um Fernandez in your in your in your um, dream team? What
2: Bruno? I haven't done a yeah. dream team, but is he back? He's banged another one in, has he?
1: Looks like a hat trick. Yeah, he's got a hat oh, trick. Oh, wow. This this is
0: actually the first season I haven't done a dream team mainly because no, I, I found it really hard to keep up last season. Uh, since lockdown, when they started moving all the games around to different times and, yeah, I struggled to keep up so far. Actually, I'm just going to not bother this season. Focus on uh, podcast research instead
1: yeah.
0: of um, <laughs> OK, Man City. Ma- most only really notable one is uh, a left winger. What's his name? Jack Grealish. Don't know if you've heard of him, but um small fee of one hundred and five million.
2: Yeah. What are you guys um, saying? Great player. Again, the fees these days are mental, but <laughs> you know, he is again, a very, very good player.
0: English player, and it just doubles it, doesn't it?
2: He lights up the pitch, though, doesn't he? When he, you know mm. the games come on, he, he and the games I watched Villa, um, he just stands out.
0: Yeah, It'll be interesting to see how he does with that pressure in that team, and also where they play him. Are they going to play him on the left wing, or are they going to play him in a more centre cent- role with maybe De Bruyne and Gundogan or someone behind him. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not not really too sure how he's going to fit in. And wow, because for that money, he's got to be starting, hasn't he? You've got to yeah.
2: be paying for a starter. But yeah, they've keep... got a few like uh, similar players. Haven't they? I mean, Silver as well, Bernardo Silver. Yeah. Um. Yeah,
0: got... Does he keep Sterling off the left wing, especially after Sterling's Euro 2020 performance? Yep, Sterling will be surely thinking he's he's got a. Definite place on the left wing, so therefore, do you move Jack like Jack? Jack can definitely play attacking center midfielder.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure he's that effective on the right wing though.
2: Uh, the only other thing with City is um, they haven't, as of yet, replaced Aguero. Um, I know they've got a couple of decent youngsters there, but um... yeah, they've
0: got that Torres who's all right, but I don't think you can rely on that. Again, well, I think that's where. I'd say down I was gonna say downfall, but they still won the league. But Man City last season, they they seem to think they could play without a striker a lot of the time last season. And for me, so need- you, you can do it in some games, but I don't think you can consistently do that. And I think the Champions League final proved that. Um that yeah, their, their setup for that was was definitely um the downfall for them in that final. So I think they de- they need a striker. Obviously, Ke- Kane seems the obvious one at the moment.
2: Uh, yeah, it's been talked about a lot, hasn't it? But we'll yeah, have to yeah. just wait and see, I guess.
0: Yeah, hopefully they'll wrap that up
2: soon. Um,
0: okay, then we're on to the team that is for me the team that have done the best business is uh, Man United. So yeah, signings. Sancho, huge fee 76, but absolute quality player, still so young, but the quickest feat I've ever seen. But for me, it's the the biggie is actually Varan. Mm. I think that's set, He like you don't get more seasoned experienced top level centre-back than him if you think Real Madrid Champions League France national team he's been there done it all but he's still he
2: he is literally just what they've needed for a good few seasons now really
0: yeah 100% I feel sorry for the likes of Lindelof because it clearly is going to be a Maguire Varane partnership most likely yeah um but again, that, that's the sort of signing.
2: I, know, I don't really think Lindelof is ever up to the task of being a Man United first-team centre-back. I mean, he not, came...
0: Not a, a title-winning one, no. No, no, no. And I think that's what their, their statement is with Varane. It's just like, right, we're, we're going for the title now. I think two signings... Because, again, they've, they've got Greenwood on the right and they've got other players that can play on the right, but Greenwood's not quite ready yet to be that outstanding, consistent player so actually whereas Sancho is probably more of that mold and at least you can alternate between the two i think keeping cavani's brilliant i i love him as a as a striker and someone that can quality bring that absolute quality it. yeah um yeah again i i oh, their, their first 11 man first 11 yeah hugely excited by them at the moment and and the, as well we are yet to see the best of uh, van de beek because he didn't really do much last season, but again, he's a top quality player. How are they going to fit him in? I think signing for Ran and Sancho could bring out the best in Pogba as well. Not just, not how they play, but I think for Pogba now, he's probably looking at that team and thinking, actually, yeah, the league, and I think that might get him stepping up his game.
2: Yep, spur him on a bit. Yep. So yeah, no, I think uh, for me, that are they're, they're, they're
0: not the most business but I, I think they've done smart business and they've really staked their claim there
1: 41 million he went for nine million cheaper than ben white
2: yeah so you know i mean um, like i know we're slating ben white but it's it's unreal really yeah, like yeah. jason's just put it there it's it's a crazy crazy one that really and he's 28
0: so he's not even old like if you think about how long center backs can play for
2: he, that, that's the prime center back age isn't it 28, yeah, yeah. Really.
0: 28 he'll, he'll he'll have four top seasons. 28 to 32, I think he'll have four top seasons, then injuries might start creeping in. But yeah, they they get four decent years out of him. That they could um, yeah, make amazing transfer. Um, okay, then on to Newcastle United. Only one they've really made is Joe Willock from Arsenal, who um yeah, just scored loads of goals from last season, really. Really, really important ones as well.
2: Yeah, he did really well, didn't he?
0: He's so a good sign. It's a shame for Arsenal, but he was never gonna make it there. But really good. I, I still I'll just never forget that goal against Liverpool. Do you remember in the in the cup Jay? It was like that five four game or something like that at Anfield. For me, yeah, I'll never forget that goal. But I don't know, hit hit or miss type player.
2: I think he he matched Alan Shearer's seven goals in a in um seven, seven games seven goals in in consecutive games. Yeah. He, he matched Alan Shearer's record, which for a midfielder was pretty yeah impressive, is not it? Yeah, that's definitely.
1: that's good money as well. 25 million, I think he went for.
2: Yeah, he's only 21 as well. So
0: still got a lot of progressing to do. A lot the thing is the thing with Joe Willock is he never he very rarely gets a, a run in the team. A lot of those goals actually came as him coming on as, as a sub. Yeah. Uh, as an impact player. So you know, a run in the team at, at center midfield could, could turn him into a much much but much better player.
2: But
1: that that's the only you know,
2: that- their business fans will be a bit gutted. They haven't brought anyone else in. I think it's not, yeah. you know, it's not that exciting, is it? He's a very good player, but it's only one player they've brought in really. So, yeah.
0: especially because they, they they struggled last season. So yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think they're another team that they're going to look at the season and think it could be a long old season. Um, okay, on to Norwich. Who? Oh, yeah, they've, they've got quite a few signings actually. No, they've nothing. done
2: some good business, I think.
0: Yeah, no big money, but. Um, yeah, just Rash- Rashik is
2: pretty handy. Um, sort of, he's um, can play a forward or a winger. He's handy. Um, the guy Zolis who's at the bottom. I don't know if he's on the bottom of your list, but a ten million pound winger, uh, Greek yeah. winger. He's really, really sought after for again for a couple of years. Um, and Billy Gilmore. Ah, yes. Actually,
0: that, so, I, think well. I think for me that that's a good signing. That Billy Gilmore. He's very highly rated. Yeah, he had goods. good. We had some good games to Chelsea last season. I think uh, people were raving about him in the England Scotland game, weren't they?
2: Yeah, he was one. Of, I was re- he was linked with Southampton. I was thinking, please push that one through. and We never did, but I think that's that could prove to be a good signing for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially because they're the, they're a yo-yo team, aren't they? And you know, yeah, at some point they've got to in- invest to stop mm-hmm. that. And maybe, maybe, yeah, the amount of transfers they've done this season could stop them from doing. They've that. They've
2: brought so. in a fair few others that I've not really come like heard of or come across before. So.
0: Yeah, Ben Gibson, Sargent, Giannalus, another Greek guy. Same team uh, from POAK and Melu. But yeah, never heard of him. But yeah, good. I think was, at least they've invested and shown a bit of um, positivity there. OK, then we're on to uh, Southampton. Uh, yeah, do you want to lead, lead the way on this one, Matt?
2: Should, should we talk about the outs, the outgoings <laughs> So Been Danny Ings, massive, massive loss. By far our best player um he was where all our goals came from really really wasn't he i mean he'd get a goal from absolutely nothing for us um and we were just unlucky i mean it's it pointless us keeping him he didn't want to be there but it's a massive loss obviously um bertrand going we've brought in a frenchman pereld i think he's called pereld um who could be a like for like so that's not the biggest loss um and Vestigar go going hopefully gonna replace in the coming weeks so a few a few big losses for us but coming in Adam Armstrong um banged them in in the championship um I've not seen many blackburn games probably one or two um, I think the games i I watched he scored a penalty in each one I can't remember which games it it was now but um yeah, so you you never know when they're coming up from the championship, do you? It's a big step up, but yeah, he, I think he got twenty nine goals, so he he obviously knows where the goal is.
0: Yeah, I remember him against Bournemouth actually last season. Watching him a couple of games, he, he looked all right. He looked de- he looked like the danger player anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. So similar again, similar thing. Maybe like for like, hopefully, Walcott. I'm really not impressed with. I um, his his days have passed him really. He's, you know, he's, he is injury prone. He he doesn't ever seem to do much for me when he's on the pitch.
0: But I feel like his his head's just gone. As a
2: footballer. yeah, just, yeah, a lot of fans liked him. You know, it's the, the sort of fairy tale always come back. But yeah, for me, not impressed with that one. Uh, Peral, the left back, twelve mil. Um, he was in the team of the year in France last year, um, so he's obviously doing something right over there.
0: Oh wow,
2: yeah. Um, Livramento, five mil right back from Chelsea. He is really highly rated. I'm yet to see anything of him, but excited by that one. Simeou um, is from Chelsea under threes. He's a center back. Uh, I think he's just going to be in our youth team, to be honest. And another one that's a bit of a shock one was Armando Broha, who um, is coming on loan from Chelsea, he's 19. He's a big forward. Um, I, I, can't, I haven't seen much of him, but what I have seen kind of reminded me of Mitrovic from Fulham um but he did quite well in Holland last year he got he got like 10 goals I mean he's only 19.
0: Yeah that's that's, that's a good running for that age I think getting 10 goals.
2: So the, uh, yeah I, I'd be absolutely gutted if we didn't bring anyone in because we've lost some big players but it's uh, whether or not these players we brought in can step up but I'm fairly happy with the with the window really could be a lot worse. Yeah yeah. We just need to keep Ward Prowse. I mean, he's been linked with numerous teams, but he has just signed a contract, um, a five-year contract, not so long ago. So I hope Southampton do keep hold of him.
0: Yeah, yeah, big player, very important player for them. Um, Okay, we are near the end. We've got Tottenham Hotspur now. So Brian Gill is their notable transfer that they've spent money on from Sevilla. Twenty-two point five million, left winger, age twenty. So obviously going for a youngster there. Um yeah, not really as a as a Tottenham
2: fan, you'd be pretty bored of that transfer window, wouldn't you? Yeah, um, they brought in Romero from Atalanta. Um oh, who's the
0: oh they got him for, oh he's on loan, isn't
2: he? he? He's on loan, but I think it's gonna be it is gonna be done uh forty two mil, so it's a big sign in. Um he's been oh, very good in, very good in Italy, but whether or not he can make the transition.
0: I guess that's the replacement for Alder of how do you pronounce it, Jay?
2: O- older Older, <laughs> older Byrow. Byrow, that's it. Um, yeah, I, I liked older by I think he still yeah, too. maybe had another year in him. But, yeah, they
0: got him. He's gone for the, for the money somewhere, hasn't he?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think he went
0: to Dubai, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. looks it. So, um, yeah, they definitely need a centre-back to replace him then. But, yeah, not, not not that exciting, really. But they got people back off loan. Justin Hoyt, who was at Villarreal? Who obviously had a good season. Cessignon, who was in Germany. So yeah, maybe maybe they'll get something from there. Um, okay, on to Watford. So for me, obviously, got a couple notable ones. Josh King. You know, he's he's always shown a little bit of potential in that that he can score goals in the Premier League. So That'd be interesting to see if he can do well there. Because again, he went to Everton. A lot of strikers to try and get past there to get into the first team, so he didn't really have a chance. Um, but I think with a good run, he could do something for Watford because he's, he's certainly done it for Bournemouth in the past.
2: I think they're going to be another one that struggles. Um, for me, they've brought in a lot of players, um, sort of unknown, sort of players that have been knocking about. Um,
0: yeah, they've got, got a know, lot of free no well, sort of
2: standouts really, and I just I don't know, I can't really see him doing much. No,
0: yeah, I think I. Yeah, I think one of those teams that have come up and they're probably depending on one of the other Premier League teams just doing very, very badly yeah. to stay up. Um, and then we're on to last two. So West Ham, not a lot. Craig Dawson from Watford for 2 million. Um, has Dawson played for West Ham before?
2: Uh, not 100% sure. No? Don't think so. No, but no, yes, no. It's, it's not an exciting window for them, really. They, yeah. They got
0: they got the goalkeeper Ariola from um, on loan from PSG. Who was he at Fulham last season? Yeah.
2: He's, yeah, Again, he's highly rated, but they got Fabianski still, haven't they? Fabianski um, is one of those keepers where, where I've actually been to games. Every time he's been on the opposing side, he's been absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Very underrated, I think, Fabianski. Yeah,
0: great shots. He's, yeah, he's one of those keepers that can just. He'll have like 50 shots at him and he's, he can just just save every single one and keep, yeah. keep them in the game. Um, Yeah, not much going on there. And then Wolves, another team you never really expect much from a transfer window from them anyway. But yeah, no no, no notable names there really.
2: They brought in um, Trincao on loan from Barcelona, who's a decent young winger. Uh, I'd be interested to see if he is just a bit part player or if he starts because yeah, he's quite it. highly rated. But they lost their keeper Rui Tricho is a good keeper he's gone to Roma so I don't know who they've got in to replace him are there any keepers um, on the list
0: yeah Ho- Jose Saar
2: oh right yeah. Um, yeah no, not too sure of him so uh, who,
0: who's, who's their manager who they get to replace the guy with the problem
2: my mind's gone blank Wolves manager my mind's gone completely blank. Yeah, no, I,
0: I can't think who they've got, but uh yeah, it could be a tough season for them. I think. Um, okay, so that is all the transfers. So yeah, for me, Man City. Uh, sorry, Man, Man United. For me, I think I've had the best transfer window in terms of how it's going to improve their team and their place in the league. Jay, what are you saying?
1: I think I, I agree. That was a team that I thought you were going to go with. I think that they've done. <clears throat> They've kind of not they've they've splashed the cash obviously, but they've kind of been sensible and they've kind of they've they've made some considered transfers as opposed yeah. to just getting whoever's available at the most price. Um, so yeah, I would be quite concerned um, that that you know that they especially with Varane, um, I think that'll make a complete um, make a massive difference. And I actually think the focus will come off their goalkeepers now as well.
0: Yeah, true.
2: Yeah, because they've had a lot of heat.
0: Um Mac, what about yourself?
2: Yeah, I think like you're saying, Man United's first eleven now is is better than it has been past few seasons. So they did do good business. But for me, the two I think did the best business were Leicester and Aston Villa.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they how they do because they um they both had good seasons last season, but I don't think they could have relied on the same players doing no. it again. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see if those transfers will keep him into the same position. Um, Okay, so that is teams done now. Let me interrupt this broadcast with a controversial opinion from Macca.
2: Have you heard about the programmes? No right so a lot of teams are introducing digital programs as opposed to the programs you hold in your hand that you get especially when you're a kid to so every game you go to yeah that's oh, sickener for me that's i loved collecting programs yeah, and, and the thing is as well like
0: but it's, it's not as fun just going on your phone you can go on your phone anyway yeah having, having that physical thing to read and yeah collect I, I guess it makes sense from a monetary point of view and ethical point of view,
2: but in terms of losing, men- on, is it that is it that bad having a little? You know, each kid on <laughs> a, a little program. I mean, yeah,
0: I, just I know what you're saying, that, but that bit of rom- can't romanticism
2: that. though, don't you? Yeah, yeah, completely. No
1: um, yes. yeah i don't I, I didn't know that but it, do, it doesn't surprise me i am I'm, I'm assuming it as whether it has something directly to do or whether they're using it like the whole covid thing and passing on and you know not having to touch like you know pick things up at the stadium but but um... Um, i've
2: just read a few championship teams have introduced it and i think more are following suit so we'll we'll just have to wait and see
0: i think it's a way, way of saving money but they can dress it up as something else as one ethical two hygienic health wise and everything but deep down it will just save them lots of printing costs won't it
2: yeah but, um, the comments on the thing I saw a lot of the people were saying the same as me it's like oh I, I used to love having that you know but you sat there 15 minutes before the game you having a flick through reading what the manager says and doing it on the phone I mean you could just do that on Sky News or whatever yeah. you know
0: do, do they still have to pay for it you know
2: I think so yeah
0: I think they do that's shocking but that's that's the only thing I didn't like about a program sometimes though is the, how bloody expensive they are yeah they, yeah
2: they were silly, that, silly did,
0: that did put me off um look, for me as an arsenal fan because i didn't go often i made sure that i did buy a program each time if i was if i was a season ticket holder would i i'm, I'm not so no sure. I,
2: exactly the same yeah i used to get them as a kid um i i actually sold about three box loads um <laughs> to, a, to a collector not so long oh, ago because they were sat up in my loft from about 1998 uh, and previous years just sat in a loft so i thought i might as well just get rid of them you know
0: interesting did you go to many games in the 1994 season
2: yeah i I, I would have had a season ticket that year yeah did
0: you there was a game i went to actually an arsenal game it was arsenal southampton at the dell it was four nil and ian wright got a hat trick it was in our yellow in a yellow kit yeah yeah to be there
2: yes i was there yeah
0: Oh, yeah. that, was my, that was my first Arsenal game, and oh man, it was amazing. Like <laughs> yeah, at, the, at the time, Ian Wright was a legend to me, and he got he scored a belter of a hat trick as well.
2: Yeah, he was quality. Um, but we did we used to give teams a, a game at the Dell. We used to give the big sides a game most of the I, time. I remember
0: those back. Was it the back to back seasons against United? there was one was three one, one was six three, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. So those games that was like the you know how you describe it as your. you're the best era of football and that was literally it for me so yeah those games I literally remember like yesterday really were you at both
0: of those yeah yeah that must have been
2: incredible Was a fan people often get confused and say oh the 6-3 where they changed the kit but it was the 3-1 game where United changed the kit
0: yeah because it was three was it almost 3-1 at half or 3-0 at half time I can't
2: remember the score at half time I can't remember I Uh, I know
0: basically the second half not much happened
2: um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. They changed the kit from the grey one um, to the blue and white. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, Jay, we just discovered
0: that my first Arsenal game that I went to at the Dale, yes. which was 4-0 to Arsenal, Ian Wright hat-trick, Mac was also there. Wow. The Supporting Southampton.
1: That was. Um, yeah. I think I'd, I think I I've been to the Dow as well. I think that was whenever one of the stadiums I had. I used to
2: absolutely love it. A very weird little horrible stadium, oh, really, but I used weird, to love it. At that the diagonal memories.
0: stand at the yeah. back, yeah, along
2: uh, one of the goals, isn't it? it just so that's amazing. that's where I used to sit in that stand, which the Milton Road end. So I used to sit yeah. in the middle at the top of that stand, and yeah, just the memories of that stadium far outweigh the memories of St Mary's, you know. Uh, and
0: how how many Leticia bangers have you seen?
2: Oh, Letitia bangers, just so many, yeah. yeah.
0: Were you, were you at, uh, did you see the
2: Blackburn one against Tim Flowers? That was a way... Oh,
0: um, no, that was even... Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh, but I, I know the guy you're talking about straight away, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, now,
0: did he do the flick free-kick one at the Dell? Yes, yeah, we
2: have seen a couple of goals like that at, um, at the Dell. Um, there's so many that even the the very last goal, I think was, was against Arsenal, the very yeah, last... I was sat right behind that and just the way you know when he smashed it in it's like yeah it's one of my favorite yeah, moments guy. ever, to be honest
0: yeah absolute legend just just only well from what i remember only scored incredible goals and i know you guys well. aren't
2: Samson fans but you should read the read his um, autobiography it's, it is brilliant yeah and he ne- he never earned the sort of money you'd imagine he- him earning he he said his top earning was four grand a week Plus bonuses. He,
0: wow. Yeah, for a player of, of, of his yeah. uh, ability. And obviously,
2: insane. he could have got five times that at someone else, you know? Yeah. And the stories of him and Neil Ruddock going to um, training and, and just eating sausage and egg McMuffins and going training. <laughs> it's like yeah, I love that. a different era, you know? So.
0: <laughs> let's wrap this up then. So, let's finish with a list, our top ones.
1: Was top threes maybe yeah yeah go on then Ooh. or relegation would you
0: ever do both top top three and bottom three all right okay um
2: right i'm gonna need to <laughs> this this is hard though the the top three is difficult because i think there's four that could really be in in there but yeah i don't um... oh, i don't think jay's gonna like my top three
1: now I'm 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 I, I get it I think it's going to be very competitive this year yeah. and I think that you you could say you're top 3 and they might not even finish sixth because Really I think, Yeah I think that you've got I I think if you look at the last two seasons and forget I, I forget Liverpool and Man City because I think they kind of ran away with the league but if you take out them top 2 and then you look at the congestion between like like third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth it's it's not been it's been tight and i think if you don't have that runaway leader which i don't think will happen this year it just means there's going to be more congestion so you'll find that maybe the bottom five or six will be further away and then everyone from above that will be yeah i i i, I think yeah it's going to be yeah
0: well like you said with the congestion i guess what you get is a lot more of those top teams dropping points because yeah. they're losing against each other a lot more yeah um so for me, I would say, the order I'm not committing to yet, but for me, I'd have to say top three, are Man City, Man United and Chelsea. The order, I, I, I'm, I'm not saying Man City are going to win it. I think Chelsea or Man U will win it. I think maybe a bit too soon for United. Oh, I'm gonna, OK, I'm going to go Chelsea winners, Man United second, Man City third.
2: Yep, good shout.
1: I'm going. I'm going Liverpool first. <laughs> oh, bang oh. straight oh, first. Okay. I'm going, yeah, but <laughs> I, can, I, can, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if fin- Liverpool could finish fifth or sixth. And, uh, no but no I think,
0: bias, at all there.
1: I think. I think Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United.
0: Yeah. Well, the, th- the thing is about Liverpool, they had such like almost like the worst run you could ever have. Yeah, they still finished third and only five points behind second place. So, yeah, I guess for me, maybe it's a bit naive writing them off like that. But um, yeah, and you got to think all their players are back now. They've not really lost anyone, but they've made a nice, smart signing at centre back. So just be yeah, I'll be interested in how, how they do. Yeah, um, yeah
1: but that might okay. be anyway. So, so hang on. You, sorry, you said Liverpool first. Who is your second and third? Chelsea, Man United.
0: Nice, nice. Uh, right, and then, and then yours, Maka.
2: Okay. Um, it's, <laughs> like obviously, the they're five. all pretty similar, but I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Liverpool or City to win it again. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Chelsea will be my other one. So that's the top three. Um, I think Man United have still got that thing in them under Solskjaer where they can slip up against smaller smaller sides. Um, Although today they looked very good, obviously, um, they've just they've finished 5-1. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, no, I
0: haven't.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just, so it's, far, I, it's 5-1 United against Leeds. Um, what a start. Yeah, so I, I think it's going to be the three I mentioned and United just on the outside of those. Um, do you so, want me to set us off with the relegation shouts? Well, yeah, just, go on.
0: Did, did, did any of us agree on any position out of the top three? Actually, no. Did you? Are you committing to Liverpool first or Man City first? Got, I'm saying Liverpool
2: or City to win No, it. no,
0: no, 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 no. You got, got, you got. can't sit on the fence. You got, you got. To pick yeah, one.
2: Um. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Liverpool. Okay. So there's one one
0: agreement that Liverpool are gonna win it from you two. Um. I think I've gone to City third. You've gone City second, Macca. and yeah. Where and did I you have third? Who, did you have City in the top three, Jay? No. Okay, so none of, I don't think either of us agreed on second or third, but you guys have agreed on Liverpool um, for top spot. So then, yeah, Amaka, do you want to go first, relegation then?
2: For the relegation shouts, um I'm going Watford, Crystal Palace, Burnley. Crystal Palace. I think, um, I'm I'm not just saying this because of yesterday's game, but I think Brentford are going to surprise a few people. Um, They've got some decent players. Um, I watched a fair few of the games last year. Um, They've got some decent players in that team. Um, Strong players. Um, I just think um, Burnley haven't got much about them, and they haven't really brought anyone in. I think I'm going with... My um, the thing you brought up earlier that Vieira has struggled wherever he's been, and I can't see him doing any different at Palace, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that they'll uh, people will
2: start looking at Roy Hodson and realizing how well he did, yeah. And the other one, Watford, they've brought in so many players that aren't sort of standout players that I think they're just gonna have too much to try and gel together, and I I, I can't see where their goals are coming from. Um, I also don't think Leeds are going to have the season they had last year, but yeah. that's that's just another thing just to bring up, you know. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It was,
0: it was, it was, teams have that. They come up a style that's not expected for a team
2: coming up, so therefore they're often, um, yeah, underlooked. But a lot of people are tipping Southampton to go down. Um, if you would ask me couple of weeks ago we uh, week maybe a week ago yeah I would have thought we'd be down there definitely but I'm I'm just holding my hopes that Armstrong's gonna come good in the Premier League
1: yeah um okay so what
2: about yourself Jay
1: all right like I said I think that there'll be five or six teams cut off this year and it will be it will be quite tight but I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Norwich because they always go down mm-hmm. um and then I'm gonna go Brighton and Southampton Oh Brighton,
2: very interesting. Yeah, that Brighton. I think Brighton will be down there. Brighton is, what yeah. like we discussed earlier where, where are their goals coming from as well. But you you never know, do you? But I, no. I can't see them doing very well.
1: No, I think that they they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're just gonna struggle for goals and um, they play they play nice football. But it's the same in Norwich. They play nice football, and it's the reason why they'll go down because they'll 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 concede about ninety goals across the season um And even if they score, you know, sixty, I, I, yeah, I, I just think that there are there are teams that you kind of not a nice to play against, but just you kind of they won't change the way they play no matter who they who they're going to play. Yeah. Um. So they might struggle. And I just think Southampton just because so you just look at the people they've lost and they they haven't they bought they haven't bought anyone in who you think oh they'll come in and do a job. It's so much unknown. You just don't know. You don't know like whether this left-back's going to come in and be able to you know, hit the ground running straight away or whether it's going to take him 10 games. And Breaking
2: you know. news, he's starting, as is Liveramento, I didn't think we're starting, as is Adam Armstrong. So three of the new faces are in straight away for Saints.
0: Oh, well.
2: At least you get a good early sign of how good they're going to do. Yeah. Um,
0: OK, so my... I, I, Yeah, I agree. I think there's going to be loads of teams that are going to struggle. I'm going to try and mix it up. I'm going to also put in uh wild card. So I'm going to say Watford, Burnley and Wolves. Wow.
2: I think Without their manager, Nuno. Have you um, noticed none of us mentioned Newcastle? Oh, actually.
1: This is what I mean. I think that there's eight oh, or nine actually. teams this year that could go, that, that you know, you Usually, I think you look at it and you go, "Well, them two are definitely going down." Yeah, yeah. This I year, agree. I think that there's there's probably like six or seven that you yeah, could go. 100%. They'll probably go down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Newcastle, Wolves, Brighton, Burnley, they're all, all the established teams that could potentially go down. Um, and then you've got the three that have come up as well. Anyone else I've missed there? Um, Southampton could could be in the mix. Um, Le- Leeds, I think, could find themselves down there. Crystal Palace could find themselves down there. So. Yeah, no, I think I'm going to go with Wolves. Who did I say? Wolves, Burnley, and Watford.
2: I think. Uh-huh.
0: So um, yeah, but it's going to be interesting both ends of the table. I think this season. Indeed. Okay. Awesome. Well, there's usually one thing we do, but actually, Mako, I think, has unintentionally already covered this, which is good. Which is usually there's a un- unpopular opinion
2: or controversial opinion of the week. I think your program issues as
0: yeah it be interesting
2: to hear what more people think of it because i'm dead against it i love the idea of a kid especially going to a football game and having that especially the first game he's gone to that's a souvenir do you know what i mean it's yeah. um i used to love him as a kid
0: 100 yeah, that can uh yeah that's our controversial opinion of the week i found out about it on this episode so yeah if anyone's listening let us know your thoughts on that positive or negative Okay, guys. Well, thank you very much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting footy again. So we'll do this next week. Um, Thank you, Jay, and yeah, thanks for your first appearance, Maka. How'd you find it?
2: Yeah, loved it. Thanks very much, boys. Okay, awesome. Yeah, everyone that's listening,
0: please always like, subscribe. Hopefully, you're on our Instagram as well. So like any posts that we do, and put any comments on there. Um, and yeah if you want to if you want any anything read out any opinions read out if you even want to appear on the show just uh, give us a shout and i'm sure we can get you on it but thank you very much for your time guys and we'll see you soon